0: Inspire The Next, episode three.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Even through upset. Sorry. I've been doing great I've been doing, now. I've been doing great. Oh, yes. yes. Even when I am pressed, hey. I'm best there to say, rock Can't hear what you're saying now. Oh, I oh, say yes. yes. Even through upset. Sorry. I've been doing great welcome
0: to inspire the next a podcast by youth for youth we aim to inspire young people by showcasing other kids teens or young adults abilities to impact the people around them we're an initiative created by 20 today 20 tomorrow and the information on our episodes can be found on their website 20today20tomorrow.org
2: hello hello everyone we have here today, the future of music. He is the one who made this incredible track we used for intro and outro. This character's style is like none other in this world. That's perfection his music in such a way that no one has ever done before. His passion and dedication to his music is amazing. He is born and raised here in Ottawa. His name is Noah. Liss, but he goes by his artist name, NLN. You can find him on Instagram at it's NLN and all music streaming services at NLN. Welcome to our podcast, man. Wow. fire intro. I'm, I'm glad to be here.
3: All right. All right. So I uh, will start the interview like we always do with some flash question uh, real quick. Some question we're just going to ask you and then you just answer from the top of your head, whatever comes to mind. And we have a 12, 12 questions. So are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. to listen. All right. So uh, let's do this. Uh, what's your favorite song?
4: Favorite song? It fluctuates, but like I'll say, "Top Down" by Lil
3: Yachty. So, what is the song again? "Top Down" by Lil Yachty. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Is Lil
2: Yachty your like your um your favorite artist?
4: I really don't have a favorite artist. I just go by song.
2: Do you play any instruments? Um,
4: I can mediocrely play the guitar, but like, other than that, nah, I just be making beats.
2: I've been trying to learn how to play guitar, but it hasn't worked out yet. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to play the saxophone too, because that looks cool. Saxophone. Saxophone. Yeah. You guys know Epic Sax guy?
3: know like, yeah. Pim, 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 pim. You No, yeah. You guys know that? I've heard of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are your pet peeves? Pet peeves? Ungrateful people. I hate that. Oh, like, I feel you. I yeah, so when you do something to someone, then like they don't appreciate it.
4: Yeah, when when someone just thinks that they're god, like come on, I hate that. I hate that. people that think that they're over people. Like I hate that.
2: So um, this is a serious question. Um, we want you to be as honest as possible. How do you peel your banana? Top to bottom or bottom to top?
4: Wood. top to bottom, no bottom to top, right? But how do you yeah. know which was the bottom though? The, the bottom, of... <laughs> yeah. no, the top yeah, is bottom the... to top. The top is like the uh, the, the stem, and then the bottom is like just the bottom. The, the,
0: so how do
3: you
4: feel you know it from the which... bottom,
2: buddy? Buddy,
3: no, but how do you the know? Stem. Yeah,
4: the stem is the top of the banana.
3: The stem, once it's the stem? like
2: the, you know, the part. Where... Oh,
4: the
3: skinny part on the top. The yeah, like the part they all <laughs> <have>. <laughs> the so part Oh, okay, top. that's that's where you you start. No, I I start from the other way. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's easier to peel. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. next question. Uh, do you have a favorite zoo animal? That's... No. <laughs> but I mean, do you no, have a favorite know. animal in general? No. I honestly don't. But what animal? <laughs> I would say like, do you? Do, is there an animal like you actually really like? If if not your favorite, but like you find like really interesting. I don't be like
4: analyzing animals, bro. Like no. honestly, wow. like,
3: no, I don't have. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have. Any. Yeah. Good to know.
2: So, would you rather stay up late or wake up early?
4: Um, I would rather wake up early, but like that's not saying that I don't stay up late because I need to fix that. Thank you.
2: You're more of an outdoors person or indoors? Definitely indoors. Yeah, I'm always in the studio. Do you uh
3: do you eat your ice cream or do you lick your ice cream? Wow, this question, uh, yes, (laughs) that's (laughs) right.
4: Wait, can you repeat the question?
3: Do you do you eat your ice cream or do you lick your ice cream? I'm pretty sure you have to eat <laughs> ice cream to. Eat uh,
4: it. you lick ice cream
3: because if you eat it, your teeth are gonna hurt. Yes, yeah. exactly, like brain freeze and stuff. Yeah. Uh, pop or juice? Ah, uh, juice.
2: Juice. What kind of juice?
3: Yeah. Uh, honestly, whatever kind of
4: juice. I don't discriminate.
2: What was your favorite snack growing up as a child?
4: Mm favorite snack going up as a child, I like Pringles a lot, I guess. Pringles? I'd say like Pringles. Yeah. and like chips like that.
2: Pring- do, you, do, you do, you have, a, do you have a favorite um, like uh, flavor of Pringles or you just really don't mind?
3: Um, I usually go for barbecue. Did you, did you used to do like, do you know remember like the commercial with Pringles where they did the duck face with the Pringles? Did you do that as a kid?
4: I definitely did because I saw it in the comments. <laughs> I appreciate <I'm> it. <laughs> it. But I've been rocking with um um ketchup chips. Yeah, that, those that's are great. hard. I've been yeah. sleeping
2: on those. Yeah, ketchup. what? And it's only in Canada too. Ketchup so. what? Ketchup ketchup chips. You guys like that? Ketchup chips. Yeah. Really? Right? What do you like? No, I,
3: I mean I, I, they're okay, but not they're not what that do, good. What do you like? Uh honestly I don't know. Um Bacon Bacon Wrench, I think you're from Ruffles. Rough- <laughs> <laughs> it's actually you're really, weird, it's actually really, really
2: nice. It's actually really good. speaking <laughs> good. about weird food combos, is, is there a weird food combo you have? Like you would like eat and people are like, Ew, oh, like this is nasty.
4: The one that I can remember remember off the top of my head, like I, I didn't do it frequently, but you know what I'm saying. Growing up, I feel like that was this is just Mando. It's rice with ketchup. you know, like, you know those ones like those struggle foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know the fruit, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've heard that like, 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 like bread and syrup. Yeah, what those kinds of foods like bread and syrup like just bread and just syrup like <laughs> those kinds of foods growing up like I feel like they're just mandatory. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't have the you know what I'm saying just true, stuff to true. go with the rice, so it's like. That I had to
3: catch up on there. It's just, yeah, it the, just do, ketchup. And uh, I mean, I, I, when I was young, you don't know you, what I am talking about. Sorry, what'd you say? I said they're
4: going to they're gonna know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: for sure, for sure. I actually, catch up. Well, for now, uh, well, now we'll move. Uh, now we're done with the flash, uh, flash uh, question, and then we'll move. Um, we'll dig a little bit in your past. So, uh, what did you? Why did you like? Uh, you know the what's the snack you, you said? You, you said Pringles, right? That you really like as a kid. Yeah. Like, why did you really like like it? Like, do you have a reason, or it's just like probably right, because it's good, not bad. But I have
4: a reason. Oh, it's the taste. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I guess the packaging. No, I'm dead. <laughs> the packaging. Okay, okay, okay. because yeah, I don't know. How I, I, I can't really tell myself what how why I liked certain foods as a kid. Kind of just like
2: it basically. Okay. So uh, growing up, how was your childhood? Like any event that marked you growing up?
4: Um, growing up was smooth. Um obviously like as I think like other black kids coming from Ottawa, like you have immigrant parents, so the money isn't really that there growing up. You know, you kind of have to find your way. Um, thankfully, my mom found found her way, you know. And um, yeah, but it was smooth. She kind of just hid it. She, she hid it from us. It was kind of like she made it so that we don't even see that we're kind of struggling in a sense. So, yeah. Um, I didn't really see it. Uh, she let my creativity flow through. She would always put me in like, you know, Kung Fu classes, dance classes, stuff like that, kinda of get get my mind going. And um she really helped me be creative. So yeah, the childhood was smooth. Like I was a really creative kid. Um I always enjoyed like arts and stuff like that. I was always attracted to arts. And I felt like I was the only one. Like like dancing, acting singing and stuff like that. That was always kinda so I guess now it's kinda of like growing me to be like I
2: and you said you did kung fu. How was that like? Are you like a like a belt like kung fu? I took
4: kung fu for like one year. Yeah, I was stressed. Nah, I was stressed. I did that because I I kept watching like when I was younger. I used to always love to watch like fight scenes and like from movies and stuff yeah. like that. I felt like that was so hard. yeah. yeah. So nah, nah I just took it for one year. I barely got it. I barely got a white.
3: The funny thing is I watched I watch Kung Fu Panda yesterday. Just find, find it yeah, I, I, I used to watch Kung Fu Panda. So do you, do you have a favorite, favorite fight movie? Fight movie? Mm,
4: no, but I used to watch like so many Jackie Chan movies. Like I used to watch a whole lot of Jackie Chan movies. Like, um, with, with like the translation obviously, but like I just try to watch Jackie Chan movies all the time. That was like that was like the person I would watch. I was like, "Oh, he's so cool! I want to try to do that."
3: So that's why. Yeah, yeah. But I have, I have a real quick question for you. Like, if you had to rank, do you know Jet? You know Jet Lee, right? Mm-hmm. You you know uh, Jackie Chan. Do you know Bruce Lee? Do you know Bruce Lee? Mm-hmm. If you had to rank them, where would you like put them? Like the three, you know. You know Jet Lee Jet Lee was always
4: kind of like. Like, when you look up Jackie Chan, Jet Li will be, like, the suggestion box.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
4: But I'd never click on Jet Li because I was just so biased on Jackie Chan. I was like, <laughs> nah. like this guy is the hero, so I just want to watch him. Um, Bruce Lee, obviously, like, you have to say he's the GOAT. But I, I never really, really watched a lot of Bruce Lee and It'd probably be Jackie, Bruce, and then Jet Li.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'd probably put Jaden Smith number one. Who? Jaden Smith? <laughs> yeah, Jaden Smith? Bro, the Karate Kid, bro. What?
4: Bro, I don't believe if you were, if you were, if you were a black kid growing up, if you did not watch Karate Kid, that's just that's just cat. Like, I just don't. Believe yeah, it. you missed. You I missed feel like something. everybody watched Karate Kid.
0: Yeah,
3: you missed something. That's for sure. Yeah, that. You did a pretty good job. You did a pretty good job. Yeah.
2: So, um, what were the toughest times you had so far in life, and how did you deal with them?
4: Toughest times are going deep. Uh, toughest times I've had. It's probably this whole music journey. Like, I feel like once you go on a path and and you decide yourself, like, oh, I want to do this, and it's really out of the ordinary of like the surroundings. I feel like you're always gonna have a tough time. Like, especially like with your peers like people you go to school with people around you a lot of people if they see you kind of doing something that isn't normal and they see that you're happy doing that especially if you're confident they're gonna try to like put you down like because it's like it's like not regular you know you're kind of stepping out of the boundaries of like what's socially normal Mm -hmm. so that's kind of the struggles that i had to deal with but i wouldn't really say that it's foreign to me because I've always been an artsy kid, so I've always had people kind of, like, hating, you know, like, just just hating on what I do. So I've kind of, like, gotten used to the hate and stuff like that, but it's, like, different pressures now because it's really the only thing that I do, you know? So you can always have, like, you know, social pressures, people that you used to talk to, coming back to, you and stuff like that. Like, I feel like this whole, this whole music journey was kind of, like, it's a struggle. It's definitely a struggle, but 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 you have to always look at the brighter side. Like I always go with the model. Me and my boys We always go with the model that breakdowns create breakthroughs, and every time you break down, like something good will happen on the other side, and that's kind of what's been happening. Like yeah, I can give you guys an example. Um, top of this year, January, um, I my laptop broke. Uh, this is the laptop, only laptop that I have to be using for stuff like that. Laptop broke on the inside, so like I couldn't really fix it. So then um I had to deal with a whole lot of other stuff at that time. I had to figure out, one, how to get the money to buy the laptop. Two, I had to deal with a whole lot of school, and then there was other issues on the side, and you know, personal issues, stuff like that. So I just had to go through that the first, I think, the first two weeks, the first, like the second week of January, right? So then everything broke. I didn't even know what was going to happen in the next week. And then, uh, and then so, so my plan was, okay, if I want to get the money to buy this laptop, I'm going to submit my stuff to like blogs to, so that I can get a chance to get placed on a playlist so that the playlist generates enough money to get myself a new laptop, right? That was my plan. Mm-hmm. But it was through me submitting to blogs that was like, and I saw a suggestion for radio. So it's like, okay, let me just press on it. I pressed on it, and then I started submitting to radio too. And then that's when I got my radio placement. And that radio placement is what kickstarted all the positive things that are happening this year. Like, it's because of radio that I got featured on Auto Life Magazine, like that I got uh my first interview, my first two articles, first reaction channel, the reactivity and stuff like that. All of that is because of that one week where my laptop broke and everything. So... It just ties back to the model that once something bad happens, you always have to look at what happens in the next coming days because it's gonna be it's gonna be positive. Like that's that's the always the model that I looked at, and it's proven to work. This year.
3: So like it's not it's not always like when something it's not always bad. Like at some point everything is gonna work out fine. Like things will go back to you normal know, usually. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, not even go back to normal, but it's always there's always gonna be light at the end of the tunnel. It might not be the norm that you're used to, but yes, yeah, but it's it's always gonna be positive at one when something bad happens for sure.
2: Yeah, you just gotta be patient and everything. You know, if when you overcome stuff like that, it like you become like stronger. You know, stuff like that. So exactly, yeah. Like
3: I think there's a saying they say like, "What doesn't kill you, kill you, make you stronger," something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. And that's really real like you can get breaking down to the to the bottomest of the bottom but 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 like you say like it doesn't kill you so you can so that saying is basically saying you can go through the most pain as possible mm-hmm. but if it doesn't like if it doesn't end you then it's 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 gonna make you way stronger than you were before and i feel like that's kind of where my mental fortitude came about like doing all this music stuff is that you need to be really brave and really strong to constantly post every day your face, your new music, because, you know, if you really care about this music stuff, you know, it's really personal and it's really dear in your heart. So putting that out in the world and having people say, and, and you're, you telling people, Hey, judge me. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. everybody can do that. So I feel like it kind of, it, it builds it builds mental strength. And, and I feel like going on this music journey, although there's really tough times, I feel like it makes me ten times stronger than I was before my first year.
3: Okay, okay, okay.
2: So who were your inspirations growing up? Like are you like who inspired you to make music?
4: Um my introduction to to well before before I did I did anything, I was really into like T V and stuff like that. So I was one of those weird kids that, that watched Justin Bieber when all the niggas would say, Oh, yeah, no, don't watch Justin Bieber. Ah, uh, he's lame just because he was like <laughs> pleasing girls and stuff like that. Like, I was like, nah, like I, 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 all I saw was a little kid in the starlight, in this, in the, in the light, in the light of everybody, like, like being perceived as, um, he just gets to do what he needs to do in, in front of everyone. Like he does what he loves in front of everybody. Exactly. Of everybody. Yeah. And, and, and when I saw that on TV, I basically saw myself. You know what I mean? Because he's, I, I, in my head, he was my age. You know, he's just a little kid on TV doing music videos, doing concerts and stuff like that. Like I always gravitated towards that, so I'd always watch like, interviews um, and stuff like that. But my introduction to, to hip hop, um, I would say, is back in 2016 because obviously I've always listened. I had heard hip-hop and stuff like that, but I was really into hip-hop. Like, I, I, I didn't really listen to hip-hop. Um, my introduction to hip-hop was, was Chance the Rapper and the uh, country. That was my introduction to hip-hop. I, I remember being on Genius, just going through all of their songs and just reading the lyrics and just getting so, like, like, I don't know, like, getting so lost in it because it was just a, it was a new thing. Lyricism was something that I had never really experienced before. So the fact that I got to see how people, how how they, you know, use poetry and music. That's something I was like, oh, no, I really want to learn how to do this. So I feel like Chess and Kendrick definitely introduced me to Hip Hop this year. And then from there on, I, I always wanted to be like, nah, I want to be able to rap this good. And it was a constant battle, I will not lie. I was definitely trash for some years. But, um, nah, I feel like this year, especially, is the year I really locked in on on my lyrical ability and 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 just mixing rap vocals everything about rap like i feel like i've really um not perfected it but definitely improved to the point where i can present it to, to a big public for sure
3: okay uh just real quick you mentioned um you mentioned um kendrick lamar and uh you said you listened to him hip-hop and like did you i don't know did you hear about like this like People compare him to Drake sometimes, like, oh, they're like, oh, is he better yes, than you? it's
4: the big three. It's the big three. It's Chance, Cole. And, I mean, uh, it's Drake, Cole, and Kendrick. That's, like, the big three. Those those are the, the three um, kind of people, three people in hip-hop that are kind of, like, moving the wave. Like, they've had the longest run. They're the most, like, successful. So it's Chance, I mean, Drake, Cole, and Kendrick,
3: yeah. Yeah, but if, if, if you're like with Jackie Chan and Jesse, if you had to rank them, like, who, who would you say is like,
4: ah, uh, don't do this, bro. Not <laughs> this, please. Oh, man. I feel like that, like, although they just, they're just so different. Like, a lot of people like to compare them, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, why can't they just coexist? But, um, I was talking about this yesterday too with my boys like, like all three of them. Kendrick. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll name each one of the strengths. Okay, so Kendrick is really good uh, with, with painting a narrative. He's also good at personifying things. So for example, like Kendrick likes to mention Lucy in his songs. And Lucy is like, is like, um, short for Lucifer, which, which, which means the devil. But he doesn't really mean the devil in that sense, he kind of means like bad thoughts, negative energy that kind of pushes you to do certain things. So that's an example of him. Like he's really good at personifying things and creating narratives and with, with 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 anything. Like he's really, he's really good with his pen as far as like being a poet. That's what that's that's what I would say Kendrick's strength is. J. Cole is extremely good at narratives. He's really good at storytelling. He's so good at explaining. Certain moments and certain periods of his life to the point where if you listen to the lyrics, it's almost like you can see it in your head. So Jay Cole is really good at that imagery. He's extremely good at that. Jake is a chameleon. He can go into every single style and sound like he's been doing it for all of his life. Yeah. Like Jake, I feel like he's really good at at picking up sound and, and studying and studying sounds and being able to adapt it to his own and really excelling in it, you know? Like, like, one dance, like, like, war, you know what I mean? Like he's really good at adapting. So I feel like that's where Drake's strength is. But they're all really good with the pen. So if I had to choose, bro, oh, my goodness. I'm going to say, oh, my gosh, okay. I'm going to say, Drake. hmm I'm gonna say Jake first, right? And then I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kendrick then cool. Okay, but they're really close. They're like they're like hella close. But it's like okay, I'd say Jake Kendrick then cool. Yeah.
3: I mean, I'm I'm not really a, like I don't really listen to rap like that. But if I had to choose, me to, I'll, I'll say the same. I'll say the same.
4: Same. Okay. Cool.
2: Yeah. Well, so um what does music mean to you?
4: Music is kind of like my form of therapy, I would say. Like I'm I'm I feel like I'm very liberated when I do music and it's a different form to express myself. Sometimes I feel like music, like like in music, you can say you can say more with less. And I feel like that's why I really like music, especially lyricism, is that you can there's so many different ways to say something without actually necessarily saying the specific words to to understand what you mean. So I I guess it would definitely be a form of therapy and I just really love like the whole process in general like yeah
3: okay um well for the next question um I just want to know like what is your everyday life like like your routine what do you do when you wake up you know you hit the studio right away what do you do
4: uh wake up eat studio from like when i wake up to when it's dark out and go to bed and repeat that's that's like an average day for me Damn i might well this week i've been i've been going outside because i'm like nah like i kind of need sunlight because i'm not trying to be like an owl but uh <laughs> nah it's, it, i've been it, like regular days i'm i'm just here every day
3: just always grinding writing studio we're yeah, not writing. I'm, I'm. I'm finding different
4: ways to, like, you know, push my content and stuff like that.
2: Where do you get your like your music inspiration from?
4: My day-to-day life, bro. Like, I, I really be writing what I, what I just go through. Like, I feel like it's really. That's why I say it's really therapeutic. Like, um. Yeah, I just when I feel something, I write about it and then I record it.
2: Do you have a studio like at home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that. That saves a lot of money actually. So uh, yeah. For a fact. I don't even know why people pay for studio time anymore. Yeah, they pay like what, fifty dollars. mind me.
4: But it's like people be lazy though. Like they, they're like, I don't want to learn how to record myself. I don't want to learn how to mix. Like you don't even have to mix. You can just send it to a mixer, but just it's really not hard. Like I yeah, swear And I feel God, like when you're like, when
2: you're recording at home alone, you're more uh you're more true to yourself, you know what I mean? Like you don't care about because you're alone, right? So you're gonna just like do Whatever, and then it might sound good, you know. But when you're in a studio, you might feel limited because you're like, oh, what if the the producer gives you that look, you know, like and it's trash. That that's gonna hurt you, you know. So yeah, I feel like
4: when you're alone, you you you're you're more liberated. Like you can be more creative. Yeah. But like yeah, once you go to a studio, you're more create. You're you limit your creativity if you care about other people's opinions. Yeah. For sure.
3: 100%. Do you um do you which uh which software do you use? Like, is it Logic Pro, FL Studio, or like?
4: GarageBand. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Damn. To make my beats too, I, I do beats in GarageBand.
3: Everything, everything on GarageBand?
4: Everything on GarageBand. Even mixing. Wow. Up to the bottom um, this GarageBand. Yeah.
2: Would you say everything you speak in your music is real? Or Yeah. Yeah? Okay.
4: I hate music without substance. I hate it. I, I, I can listen to it, but for me to make that, no, I can't. It has to, like, there has to be an underlying meaning behind what I'm making, because, or else, like, I'm, I feel like I'm just- Speaking? Wasting three minutes.
3: <laughs> You're just talking to talk, yeah, I see. So Yeah, what, exactly, I,
2: I hate that. What makes you think, like, what makes you stand out from all other artists, in your opinion? Um. I'm really versatile. I can adapt to different genres. Like like just
4: last month, I think the songs were drill, rock, rap, and Latin. Latin? Just last month. And I released a song a week, yeah. Latin.
3: Yeah, like Latin. Wow. Yeah. Like real, like Latin.
4: Yeah, so, yeah, like Spanish, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I feel like I, I'm really versatile in that sense. And and um yeah, I feel like that's what's that's what makes me stand out. And it's not like I'm versatile and I just try stuff to try it. Like that's really how I make music. Like if I feel something and it's it's not in the boundaries of rap, I'm gonna do it. Because like I feel like the difference between me and other artists is that other artists grew up listening to hip-hop, but I didn't. I grew up listening to pop. So when I when I got into music, I was good at melodies and stuff like that, but I was really bad at rapping. So melodies is always what I go back to. Rapping is it's the one thing that actually took me a lot of time to actually get good at because I really wasn't good. Like even last year, like I was actually bad. Like I was, I wasn't good. I w- I was able to do rapping within melody because melodies come really easy to me, but rapping is something that I really had to work hard for and I, and i feel like i'm 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 able to do it now which is obviously a surprise. okay oh, well
3: wow. hmm. and um what uh just i just have a quick question for you like what are your fears and like how do you deal with them
1: fears
4: i can't pinpoint a fear necessarily but a way to deal with fear is to do it like I feel like a lot of people well as far as if it's like doing something like to do like I don't know to uh to get fame something like that some people might be scared of that uh to go in front of a stage some people might be scared of that but my 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 advice would just be to do it because a lot of times fear is just a mental block and it's sometimes it it, it it limits you mentally and it limits you physically to do what you really want to do so I like to to jump right at it and not worry about any like you know repercussions I feel like is the best way to move like that's how I be moving like there's so many times in, where I broke I broke mental barriers within music like I remember when I first started I, I wanted to be super mediocre like I'm talking about okay, I'll be cool if I get 10K followers and all of my songs get 5K, but the more and more I did music, I'm like, nah, okay, not no, no. Now I'm setting the limits where I wanted to do 50,000 followers and then it kept going up, kept going up. And now I'm like, nah, I'm trying to be the biggest artist. But it didn't always come like that. It was always like, it was always like gradual, like my confidence build more and more and more every time I did music. So, um, uh yeah like that th- those were kind of fears because i knew that it was a possibility that i could become one of the biggest but the more and more i said it like okay i'm gonna be the biggest artist in the world and and the first time i said it like it my stomach kind of growled Like i was like oh i was kind of scared but the more and more you say it the more and more you believe it and now i can say it without even flinch interesting
3: interesting that's good yeah that's a good mentality i like it i like how you think
2: that's that's very good what would you say is your proudest achievement so far oh i think everything happened this year
4: bro like honestly everything and i'm and and i i never get jaded to this because i really remember being in my room with hand-me-down speakers doing um making songs on my night table you know what i mean like yeah like i, I i'd never forget those days like I feel like some people, once they start succeeding, they, they all of a sudden forget how much, how hard you had to work to get to the position that you are. Like, I can never get jaded to what's happening now. So, but but like, yeah, like radio, obviously that happened this year, got featured on Hot 89.9, so that was a blessing. And then after that, one of the reaction channels that I would watch reacted to one of my songs. And it was a lyrical song because, okay, so they're, 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 uh, their channel is centered on lyricism and stuff like that. So for them to react to my song where I'm fully, it's fully bars and and having them break it down like that was that was really a special moment for me. And then after that, um, yeah, I got, I got my first, got my first interview. And then after that, got my first article, and and got featured on all of Ottawa Life magazine, as I said. Like yeah, man, and 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 numbers are starting to go up. Th- those are kind of like my biggest achievements that that I've been going this year, and I'm not planning on, you know, I'm not planning on slowing down anytime
3: soon. Congrats, bro. That's 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 really good for you. Congrats.
2: Who's who's Thank one artist? Really who's one artist you'd love to work with? Russ. Russ. Yeah. There's a lot of Russ here also out Who? there. It's kind of Who? Russ. Who's that? You don't know him clearly you don't know <laughs> he's a rapper
3: okay you said there's yeah. a lot of what there's a lot of Russ hate yeah there's a lot
4: of hate. well it's because well, yeah he's he's really outspoken about his confidence and stuff like that i feel like that rubs people the wrong way i feel like anybody that's really extremely confident and boastful in themselves is gonna get hate on by society because a lot of people aren't securing in themselves enough you know to to uh to not to to not feel offended when somebody really loves themselves, you know, and is vocal about it. Like me, I never got offended by confidence. That's something that is like, come on, bro. Like, that's like a confident person has never gotten offended by someone else being confident. Like, and 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 that I don't know. I guess that's just how I was raised. Not raised, but I guess that's just how I am. Like I know certain people that aren't securing themselves, but but that wouldn't hate on someone that is. But a lot of people, it's just, that's just the way it is. Like, And, and you see it in the day-to-day life, like, like you'll see someone be happy about something in an achievement and then they'll tell their friends and their friend will, will not even like, you know, champion them, support them, make them feel excited about it. Some people are just really bitter that it's not happening to them. Like a lot of people get mad at the fact that they don't have enough confidence to do something themselves. So once they see someone else being confident hate on them because it's like what what else am I supposed to do am I supposed to champion nah like I don't have it so I'm gonna get you to not have it as well you know mm-hmm. so yeah but I've never gotten I've never ever gotten offended by someone else being boastful about themselves saying listing their accomplishments if anything it's motivation especially if it's an artist like what you're talking about how you got these plaques and stuff like that like nah I'm trying to get there too like exactly. And, 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 yeah, I, I just see it as motivation. Every time someone flexes or something like that, my mind doesn't even go to I hate you. It goes to I'm trying to be like that.
2: Mm, okay. Um, so what are your plans for the future, like, in your music, life in general? Like, where do you see yourself in, like, in a few years from now?
4: Um, I'm, My definite goal is I'm really trying to be at the top of the game. I feel like I, I can really do it. And with uh, I had to develop a certain business acumen and uh, to acquire enough knowledge to be able to get to that point. But I feel like now I'm really able to do it. And the results are kind of starting to show people are starting to open up their ears and stuff like that. Like I remember I was really overlooked in the past and people were kind of just perceiving me as that one high school kid that does music. But I feel like the the perception is starting to alter right now. I feel like people are actually starting to realize that I'm really trying to be here for the long run. And I'm not coming here to, like, do this for fun. Like, I'm not this one high school kid that just happened to do music on the side. Like, nah, Like, I'm really trying to do this, and I'm really trying to be at the top of the game. And I don't plan on, like I said, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Um, but as you said, future plans, bro. Like, like I'm just going to keep dropping. I'm going to keep dropping on my key. Uh you know, being in people's faces every day because I feel like that's the best way to move. Like I can't drop once every blue moon. Like I can't do that. Like a lot of artists like decide to drop once every blue moon, but then get mad that they're not getting plays or streams because bro, you have to build a brand. Like people need to know you. They need to know your music, but the face need to be attached to the music. And if you don't have a certain, if you're not in the face every day to show them, to prove them that, oh no, I'm really trying to do this. Then nobody's going to take you serious. You know, so me, I, I've been dropping every week for two years now, and I don't plan on stopping because the results are starting to show. And even if they weren't starting to show, I know that I would keep going because I know where I'm about to be. And it, and it takes a it takes a certain delusional level of confidence to to say that I'm trying to be at the top of the game and the results don't show yet. But I feel like you don't have to see it to believe it you have to believe it
3: to see it damn that's deep that's low key i haven't thought about that that's 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 actually deep huh. yeah yeah <laughs> well um for the we'll we'll wrap this up with a one last question and uh like what is something you would like to tell like the young people listening to the this podcast as you know it's about it's It's about inspiring uh, the next. So like, what would you like to tell our listeners?
4: Yeah, man. Um, If you ever have a goal or like a dream or aspiration that you want to do, but you're not sure about the perception and how people are going to perceive you and how they're going to take it. Just remember that you're the one that's steering the wheel to your own life. You shouldn't let other people get the wheel because it's not their car. It's yours. So don't try to have people's negative opinion cloud yours and alter your way of thinking. I feel like that's the worst way to go out. And a lot of people, that's how their dreams die is at the hands of other people, you know? And I just feel like, I just feel like you you have to really, as cheesy as it is, really strongly believe in yourself. Like get lost in what you want to do, like anything that you want to do, whether you want to be a doctor, a lawyer anything that you want to do that kind of goes against the grain of what other people might think. Don't stop. Literally don't stop. And you'll see the results will show. If you really love it, you will not, you will be down and spend 10 years working at something before something happens. You know, like that's something, if you really enjoy doing, you know, so I would say don't quit. I would say, stay motivated. I would say it's your car, not theirs. And, um, Steer where you want to go.
2: Well, thank you very much, NLN, for coming on this podcast. We wish you all the best in your upcoming projects. We know you will achieve great things, man. We know you already have two articles written about you, so you know the sky's the limit. Thank you to all the listeners as well for tuning in, and see you next time.
0: Before we end, we would like to remind you that if you have someone in mind that you think would be a great guest for our podcast, contact us either through the organization's email or socials, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. If you also have a specific question you would like us to ask our guests, please don't hesitate to contact us. We would be glad to incorporate them in our episode, because at the end of the day, we want to inspire you, so let us know what you want to hear. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, go out there and inspire the next. Every
1: time I'm working, they gon' find a way to bring me down and seize it, it's shining they were seeing that I'm nice with lyrics and the fear, the only way to feel feeling they trying to get past the cap and move it action, casting, it. what happened Gotta walk the walk and never just to talk, a liter of the pat. My back is what they gotta steer until the start to get big bang I don't wanna think about what you think, dip put the comments and dollars, I'm going make up few things Don't even bother leaving a proper letter, shoulda, could to what the shoulda, done and done No, we probably just, yeah, baby, don't test me, no, I ain't your afraid Pretending we be here we kissing, we came out of band of a band of a stretch Cause expenses again, again and again and again. again and again oh, and again yeah. Even through upset, I've been doing great I'm going to stay the same rock. can you hear what you're saying now? Oh, I said yes, oh yes, even through upset, so I've been doing great. I've been